0: Welcome to Signs of Spirit, your podcast on learning how those in the spirit world communicate with you in your daily lives and how you can recognize the signs of spirit with evidential spirit medium, Jock Brokaz, founder of Afterlife Connect and president of the ASS MPI.
1: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another podcast lesson on signs of spirit and this time we are talking about vibration and how the spirit world communicate with us through vibration. Um, The great thing that that I want to also talk about is that we have a very special guest who is going to be coming on a little bit later on and uh, and this uh, person she is uh, an expert in vibration if you like although I don't like to use that term expert but utilizes vibration continually in her work and I'll be delighted to talk about that well one of the things that we want to discuss though you know this is a basic this is a basic course it's a basic lesson but you need to understand that everything that surrounds us even everything that we can't see is a vibration of some sort. Sound comes in sound waves; it's wave particles; it's, it's a vibration. Um, what you see—that's if we break it down to in a microscope—what what seems to be solid in this world breaks down to its cellular constituents or their energetic constituents. Being different particles in different uh, wavelengths that operate at different vibrations, and and so because those atoms uh, and those particles behave in a certain way, uh, they give the illusion, if you like, of uh, uh, of solidity of something. In actual fact, the scientific basis of it is that it's it's really just energy that that. Vibrates at such a tremendous rate that it binds together and gives us this illusion of solidity. So everything in our world is based on vibration. What we see, hear, feel, what exists that that we can perceive, and even in the unseen world, what what can be perceived exists in vibration. And of course, when you think about it, vibration—you know—is re- certainly you could have a lower vibration and a higher vibration. A lower vibration maybe something that's resonating at a particularly heavy type of energy. Um, Whereas a higher vibration, you would have more of a lighter energy to it, uh, easy to uh, perceive, uh, dependent on what you resonate at. And so you hear many different new age people and and other organisations or teachers that will tell you that whatever you give out comes back to you in regards to your vibration. So if you're out a, a positive vibration, positive things will be attracted to you. And, and it's a kind of law of resonances, uh, a, a spiritual law. Uh, and I'm not talking about karmic law. I'm not talking about what you give out, you get back. It's what you resonate at. So if you're resonating negatively, then of course, you're going to attract negative uh, things to you. Now... How does that really transcribe to the afterlife and how do we perceive that? Well, Let me give you a little example of uh, someone who was just sitting in their chair reading a book and uh, all of a sudden she could feel this tremendous energy around her. She, She couldn't see anything, she couldn't perceive anything. Oh well, I tell a lie. Actually, she could perceive it because she she was she recognised that something was there, and so the the initial thought was going through her mind. You know, what is that? Is is a different type of feeling, because she was very quiet and she was enjoying her book, and all of a sudden she felt like it was her father, her father's presence. She started to to see uh, a picture of him in, in her mind. And that is a very simplified uh, explanation of how the spirit world will react with us and how they can react with us. Because everything is a vibration, uh, really, it makes it easy to understand an energetic transference. Now, as I said before, I'm not a scientist. You know, I'm a medium, but I understand things from a scientific perspective. Uh, And as we, if everything exists as energy, uh, and when I bring on my guest uh, later, we'll we'll talk more about energy and we'll talk about that vibration and and how it, it works within your life. But as everything exists in energy, everything has an energetic pattern. That means that your table has a different energetic pattern to your voice. Your voice is an, a different energetic pattern to wave particles, uh, to light particles, which are in waves. Uh, and so, one particular object will have a different energetic pattern to another. Okay, um, color has a vibration and has a different energetic pattern to another color. And this is why, uh, you know, blind people can actually see. Now, that really sounds really strange but they see through vibration, they see through energy, they see with their energy. It's an interesting concept when someone who is blind can actually hold uh, and and recognise the colour of a particular object. And they may not see it with physical eyes, but they know what that colour is because of the emitted vibration that it has. Almost like a signature Like your name, you know, it has a vibration with it. A number has a vibration. The whole world is made up of vibration. And so, the whole, the the spirit world is made up of vibration. And obviously, if you think about this, lower vibration would be lower level spirit. Higher vibration, higher level spirit. And probably, as, as we would perceive it, somewhere in between there's those of us who cross over to the other side. Now, I'm not going to get on to any religious lessons or talk about mansions and and Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, or anybody like that. We just want to talk about, really, the vibratory pattern of things. So, when we understand... That, and even disease has a vibration. And, and we learn all about that. The, you know, everything, like I've said, is, is a vibration. It, it reacts to a particular vibration. It, there's there's some kind of, you know, magnetic repulsion is a vibration and if it's positively charged, it positively attracts and negatively so and so on. So you get the idea, you get the idea. So how then, if that's the case now, in this realm of the living, we uh, don't think of things like vibration. We kind of wander around with our head, you know, in the clouds most of the time. And all we or or we're or we're heavily laden with the material world around us. So we don't think of vibration in that respect. We don't think of the problems or the issues that we may be in that that will you know that we can turn to our inner vibrations and, and this is what happens in meditation and we raise our vibrations and therefore we can attract those good things. There's always you know as a, a, a very famous uh Uh, author, I'm sure you all know, Wayne Dyer would say there's a spiritual solution to every problem. And that's true. But the spiritual solution, in effect, is a vibration. And you need to understand that. When a medium is connecting to the, the other side of life, we do that with vibration. It means that we are able to raise our frequency and our vibratory field enough that we can perceive those on the other side of life and so forth. They can then, you know, those in a higher realms will have to obviously reduce their vibration to come and actually meet with us. So they're able to kind of reduce and and come down a little bit lower and we can raise, and this is what a medium does, We, we raise our consciousness to a vibratory level that we are able to communicate with those on the other side or we're able to perceive that world. And so when loved ones have crossed over, they learn more about this vibration. They, they they learn to harness it and control it a lot better than we could ever even dream of being able to control it. And so you know when we get when we understand that when we cross, we are then able to manipulate energy. Remember what I said in a previous lesson that we cannot destroy energy. It's impossible. It's a scientific impossibility. But we can repurpose it. We can manipulate it. And we can change or transform its function. We can transform that energy. So that's effectively really what they do in the spirit world. Is they're able to perceive it a lot easier than we can. And they're able to manipulate that energy. And they're able to utilize it in so many easier ways than we can, than we can actually do it. And so it stands to reason, whether you believe in the afterlife or not, whether you believe, whether you're totally scientifically validating your whole life through science, there is a scientific basis to this. And, I, I you know, I challenge any scientist to prove otherwise. Prove that the afterlife doesn't exist. That's more to the point for you scientists out there. Prove that it doesn't exist. You can't do that because nothing... It's the same way, even as the afterlife. We we can only give proof based on our evidence or our perceptions of, of what we pick up from the other side. But in reality, ladies and gentlemen, we're not really going to know the real truth until we cross over ourselves. And we have all these questions that we will put forth to our loved ones on the other side and our teachers on the other side, and we will find out a lot more. But at the moment, um, we don't need to. Do, we don't need to do that. Uh, if we look at it from the scientific perspective, everything is energy. I mean, they didn't believe years ago in, in atoms, you know, until we split the atom and then a whole load of Pandora's box was opened. And look what's happened now. We're forever, our, our world is forever in turmoil and worried about the next nuclear disaster or the next nuclear explosion or when someone stupid is going to, you know, push that button. Uh, and I pray that every day that, the, that nothing like that happens. If any of you have, have read my recent article on the Other Side Press about the butterfly, it really is a very, very strong, powerful article. And, and I would advise you, everyone, to take a daily time just for a little bit of prayer to, to pray for that peace and to pray for people to become butterflies. But moving on, in, in saying this, in the spirit world, this is how that we can be uh, in contact with them through our vibratory field. When we're grieving, we shut down our vibration and it's harder. Our loved ones have to really, really try. But one of the easiest, if you go back to that little example that I gave where the lady was sitting in her chair and and she was reading it, reading a book, and then all of a sudden you know, she felt that vibration around her. So you have to learn to tune yourself to that level, to tune yourself to the world of spirit and that goes about sitting in power, and, and we'll do that in other lessons, but uh, meditation, and not just the meditative aspect, but even living a clean life, being aware uh, of things in a different level, uh, that helps to raise your vibration. Doing things, and we'll talk about things that we can do to raise our vibration, and allow the spirit world to come to us, and to give us uh, evidence of their survival. Now, the greatest thing, I'm sure everybody will agree is when our loved ones come to us, and it's all and we waken to the fact that they're around us. Now if you remember back in the other lessons, this, this shouldn't be any different, because one, the smell is a vibration. The sound is a vibration. All of these previous lessons, or three of them, is a, a, is a vibration in some different pattern or different wavelength. And it is perceived in a different way. So our psychic gifts, if you like, or our gifts of the spirit, are perceived at different vibratory levels. And we can develop those gifts by utilising them and by training them. And and that again, that's another uh, lesson that we'll, we'll look at. Now, a lot of these lessons I just do off the top of my head... Um, I'm not sitting looking at a screen or anything else and just recording because I just want to give you my perception or my belief on how you can open or how you can understand this world. And there's many, many teachers out there to learn from. And there's no such thing as right or wrong. There's only difference. Uh, And difference doesn't necessarily mean wrong. It just means that there's a, a different understanding. And so people might understand the spirit world in a different way. But what I'm giving you is what, how I understand it. And so in believing that energy is something that can be manipulated when understood, it goes to reason, it stands to reason, sorry, that, that anything is possible. Greatness is within you. It is a, an energetic pattern. Even your emotions are an energetic pattern. It's a vibration. Happiness that that exudes from you when you're happy is, is a really light, joyful, wonderful vibration. And sadness, such as grief that we feel when we lose our loved ones, is a very heavy laden vibration that is almost in a suppressive state. And I can go on and we can talk about hauntings and ghosts and all that kind of stuff. And maybe we'll do that in other lessons, but... I just want to under you know you to understand um, a little bit about vibrations and and how we can move on. Now, what I would like to do is is bring my special guest in, and uh, I'm just going to stop there just for a, a second, and we're going to talk more about vibration and how it works within the afterlife and how it works in your life and how you can harness that power within your life. So, go and get yourself a drink or a cup of coffee or a cup of tea because I'm going to bring in my special guest welcome back ladies and gentlemen and uh, I promised you I'll be bringing a special guest and I'm sure everybody will recognise this person um, if you would like to say hello
0: hi everybody
1: this is my wife Joanne Brookes, and uh Joanne and I have, you know, we've been married for 11 years or what, nearly nearly 12, isn't it? Nearly 12. And um, I'm glad I got that, right? <laughs> and um, we've worked together for many, many years. And Joanne and I used to run our own church uh, back in Scotland. We were both trained in the Christian Spiritualist Church. But Joanne ha- has moved on from that side of things and specializes in healing and she can tell you all about her books and stuff later on but there is nobody better that I would like to bring on to discuss the potentials of vibration because uh, my wife I see is is an expert in it and taking away the scientific aspect of things aside, she deals with vibrations every single day in her healing work and probably understands it to a greater degree than I do Um, and so it's a Great honour for me to bring my own wife in to talk to you today about vibration and how we understand it within our lives, within the work that she does, and with and why you know those in the spirit world can utilise it. So, um, welcome, please, my lovely, beautiful wife, Joanne.
0: Thank you, Jock, and um, I'm delighted to be here.
1: Well, I'm glad you're here as well because you're sitting in front of me and we in the house. <laughs> So, uh, although we do have many special guests that we're going to be bringing in, um, Joe is just going to talk to you a little bit about vibration and how it plays within her work, and she can tell you a little bit a bit more about her work, and uh, and you'll you'll get to understand the vibration aspect of of, of life, so uh, within the spirit world. So, you tell them, Joe, you know, how is vibration so fundamentally important to you and your work?
0: You know, I'm absolutely passionate about spiritual healing work and especially distant spiritual healing work. And this is where I work with vibration every single day of my life because I'm connecting to a person that I do not need to physically um, meet or even touch and I'm connecting to them poorly by um, vibration. Now, I I specifically connect to the vibration of the full name because our names carry a vibration, and it's and a lot of
1: people don't understand that that names have that vib- have a vibration as well.
0: Yeah, that's correct because the uh, the vibration of a person's name um, is uh, aligned with their overall consciousness, so it is connected to a person's mind body spirit soul aura and consciousness and this is how i'm able to connect to that person because everything has an energetic frequency so in that and that's
1: something we said earlier that it has a, a frequency as a pattern everything yes, is a different pattern and so we right. deal with patterns all the time
0: absolutely because the pattern that i'm most um connected to working with is the etheric pattern of the physical body which is um, a blueprint pattern for the design of the physical body, and um, and everything is designed according to their kinds. So the vibrational frequency for a physical body is different to that of the vibrational frequency of an animal or a pet. And uh, the etheric uh, body is an absolutely fascinating uh, vibrational uh, form because not only has it. Its own signature, but every different aspect of um, our physical anatomy, such as our organs, our systems, and um, our body parts, such as a knee, a foot, a leg, have their own different vibrational frequencies. So, while the physical body has one itself as a whole, broken up into um, different aspects and parts. They all have unique vibrational patterns and frequencies, and this is what I work with in my distant spiritual and healing work.
1: Take, and taking that to the, the, the afterlife side of things, when you mentioned that uh, your body has this etheric body, and I think one thing we need to, to try and uh, teach our listeners as well, if they don't know, is that etheric body is also a, a, an exact replica of who you are. So would you then say that, that etheric counterpart or that double of you is the, the the etheric vibrational energy that lives on in the spirit world and still has that same part.
0: Um, it is a pattern for the physical body. So the etheric body leaves with the soul um, on the point of physical death when um, on a spiritualist point of view, the silver cord or the energetic cord is severed from the physical body and the physical body then um, cannot exist without the the spirit, the soul. The spirit being the spark of of divinity within the soul, and the etheric body leaves with the soul. But because, like I say, we are human souls here. When when the soul moves into the next um, realms of light in the in the heaven realms or in the spirit world, whichever you're more familiar with or would like to associate that with. Then the etheric blueprint pattern um, will alter to suit the dimensional frequency and the life force that will be required in the next dimension.
1: And so that's another understanding of how we actually can, we we continue on uh, after this life into the spirit world into the other the other realms. And it's also, ladies and gentlemen, it's also the, the it's an easier way to understand how our loved ones. Can then visit us from that side of life because they still exist with that vibrational frequency and that vib that vibrational pattern. Now, when our loved ones and, and this is a, a, a massive aspect of grief, when when we're grieving, we've lost a loved one, or we're even grieving before they've gone, it can normally be because of some kind of illness and uh, or disease, or there's many ways that our loved ones are taken from us, and and that can cause us our own physical grief before it happens but one of the things that I want to discuss with Joanne also is and she works with us continually is the vibrational frequency of disease and how it affects us and how we might be able to change that for the better so that's your field Jo you tell us a little bit about people's uh, understanding you know about disease and how that pattern can affect us
0: I'm fascinated about um disease frequencies because whilst there is a specific set frequency vibrational frequency for health and vitality there are also frequencies for disease and what I've been working with in my distance spiritual healing work and has produced um, remarkable results with uh, scrambling disease frequencies. So, I'm actually because everything is energy and energy can be transformed. Okay, so as energy can be transformed, what I'm doing when I'm scrambling the disease frequency is I am neutralizing the non beneficial energies of that disease and I'm adjusting and scrambling the frequency to transform it into something more beneficial such as um, health and vitality. And I'm just going to give a quick example here of somebody who was suffering from chronic insomnia, okay? Now, because insomnia is the uh, problems with uh, not being able to have a full rest and night's sleep each night, ongoing, persistent insomnia, and they had problems with their eyes, And there's always usually an emotional factor to this and each emotion has a vibrational frequency. So when I'm coming to work on um, doing distance healing work on somebody with insomnia, I work on on two aspects of vibration. The first aspect is um, to scramble the habit frequency created by insomnia because that creates its own Electromagnetic field and vibration around the physical body, and we have to scramble the energetic frequency so it becomes less dominant and within the vibration and begins to break down. And then I also work on the emotional factors, clearing the emotional factors that is causing or contributing or influencing the insomnia, and obviously, common sense factors, the person has to have their own free will. To be able to make positive lifestyle changes And anything that could be contributing to the insomnia From their point of view I just work on the energetic vibration all the time So when it comes to disease frequencies I do exactly the same thing And work at transforming the actual disease frequency And to adjust it to the um, frequency of health and vitality For the physical body
1: Now we've had... That's fascinating, and, and it takes me to another element of it because we've had many many great healers in the past. Uh, uh, one of them um, that brings to mind is Harry Edwards. Yes. Who you have a great deal of, of respect, respect, yes. and love for. Yeah. Uh, and he worked on that, but also there's there's many times in certainly within mediumship or within uh, the afterlife that there is some healing comes over from the other side. Yes. And would you would you then understand that? And, and I mean, I do. I, I understand that as the same way as you're explaining it, that uh, this is all frequencies that can be used, scramble, change. So would, what you do is exactly the same as what our loved ones in the spirit world would do or guides in the spirit world would do to help heal someone on this side of life.
0: Yes, but what I do is I co-create with the higher power. I'm not actually doing the healing. They're not going to just make somebody well and override their free will, um, their soul challenges or any karma. Uh, Higher power will always work in harmony with um, a person's free will and with their higher self. So when I whenever I do distant spiritual healing treatments, I always co-create with the highest forces of divine light and my divine healing team. So because... Um, and what I mean is,
1: is that your divine healing team are working on frequencies as
0: well as vibrations. They very, very high, refined right. vibrational frequencies. So with my um, co-creative process of using the power of prayer to connect into... Um, the highest forces of divine light and to align with my divine healing team. I'm And then my soul is connecting to very high vibrational frequencies and through the co-creative power of my mind, my intention and my heartfelt prayer, I ask for the necessary changes to be made and the adjustments to be made within the spiritual and energetic anatomy and consciousness of the person is um needing healing so it's it's all an energetic thing
1: exactly
0: i'm using my energy they are then connecting to that person's energy so everything is done on a vibrational resonance
1: let me take that back then to someone who's suffering from grief because as we all know grief is is in many different shape and form and uh, a grief is an energetic pattern itself um do you feel that you can... I mean, I've always said, and you've heard me saying that so many times, that you cannot... A medium cannot heal a person through grief. A medium can only guide a person and walk with them on the journey. But is there elements of what you, the work that you do that will help someone who's really suffering through grief? It's all very well and good coming to a medium and getting evidence of the afterlife, but that will only last for a little while. So where do you see your work actually intertwining with someone or someone who's suffering through grief that would come to you and they just they've been to a medium they're, they're happy that the, the, the other life exists but they're still grieving can you help them through that With you the work that you do
0: oh absolutely and to be fair when I work with somebody who has deep-seated grief uh, they usually also have problems In the lungs and chest Because especially with asthma Or with breathing difficulties Because deep-seated grief does affect the lungs And um, by working with either hands-on healing Or distant spiritual healing I'm able to um, kind of remove the stress and grief And the deep-seated emotional pain Within the cellular uh, level of the lungs so within the etheric pattern and the cellular level of the lungs and to transform it into divine love and harmony so and then that kind of help to support it doesn't override the free will because this is deep-seated grief they've not been able to um release or resolve or let go of because at some level when when a person cries they are able to let go of grief but this is the deep deep heartbreak the emotional pain that's you know held within their soul it's so deeply within their etheric as well as their physical organs and i work with helping to change the energy patterns within um so it's all about
1: transformation
0: so i'm transforming it and then this will only work in accordance with their free will so if they are happy to let go of that then really really quick fast improvements can and health issues, you know, can follow on from that. And a lot of people find that they feel, and somebody's recently stated that they feel a cloud of of pressure lifted away from them. And because,
1: that's important to understand that that cloud of pressure, as well, is a vibration. Yeah. A vibration frequency. It's a
0: vibrational and field. That's, and
1: that's negative. The energy that has been dissipated, that's yeah. been lifted.
0: Absolutely. It's an it's an energetic. Um, uh, field, so electromagnetic field created by our emotional pain or our non-beneficial thoughts and mental pictures because we all have an aura and when our loved ones from the other side come close to us they connect into our aura and this is how we're able to sense them um, you know clairvoyantly or or uh, physically even we can pick up physical sensations clairsentience yeah. and intuitively so th- because they connect throughout aura and I always work with the auric fields to clear the auric fields of non-beneficial energies and to strengthen the auric fields in harmony with divine love and divine protection so it's really important a lot of the time when somebody's suffering with grief and they want to get through it but they Find themselves stuck day in, day out, and they they find it difficult to move through it. By just clearing their auric fields, they feel lighter, brighter, and more hopeful. Doesn't mean to say they. And you know, there's a
1: certain amount of harmonious resonance yes, between the spirit world and, and absolutely, this world. Absolutely. And that's a lighter vibration that helps they, them. They
0: feel lighter and brighter. Um, for some reason, their thoughts become more positive. They have um, a more. A brighter outlook, the perceptions can change and they seem to move, you know, with the stream instead of against the stream. So then they are flowing rather than being in any kind of resistance. So they life will start to
1: Now you and I are both very, very tuned into prayer and we utilize it daily and more so at the point that and and each prayer has a vibration oh, which can wow, which yeah. can trans, is transformative now I know I know by shameless plug on your book Angel Prayers but there has <laughs> been and I'm not doing that just to shamelessly plug my wife's book but um, each prayer does have a, a I mean I, I watched you writing that book and I, I watched you people that were writing to you from all over the world that were looking for prayers which you gave them um, with love and but it wasn't just a case of you actually sitting and just writing a prayer glibly just out your head you actually created that vibration in that prayer and so that prayer really does transform and help to transform things so how important then is that to people I mean other than from what you're teaching in your book how really can heartfelt prayer turn their life around and that's not just you know going to a church and saying,
0: You know, the creative power of heartfelt prayer is one of the most magnificent, miraculous forces that I've ever worked with in any kind of um, spiritual or energetic work that I've uh, achieved over the years. And the power of prayer is so important to me because ever since I was a very young child, I've prayed and I've also um, connected and. Uh, aligned with the angels via prayer, so it was a natural process for me to write a book about angel prayers and it being intuitively and spiritually guided by a higher power with each prayer. Because I what I want to say is every one of us is unique, um, we're unique because our thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs. Um, we all resonate differently with that so I knew that by creating specific prayers to help people with their personal needs and requirements is truly powerful and it is to me one of the greatest things somebody can do to help themselves so if they have a prayer or if they feel they want to reach out to a higher power because people don't ask they, they forget to ask for themselves and it is important to ask they can ask in prayer for spiritual assistance to transform anything in their life that they that no longer serves them or if they're sick or suffering with their, their health to help a higher power transform that they can ask in prayer and to transform it into something more beneficial
1: and, and do you think people actually know how to pray? because one of the things I find is that Prayer is easy, but in the easiness, we make it difficult. We're always looking for that unique pattern that gives us that instant A answer. lot of
0: people pray from a point of fear because they worry yeah. about their loved ones, they worry about themselves. So when they pray, they're not holding a high vibration from the moment they begin uh, praying. They're point. harboring
1: a negative vibration, yeah, if well, you like. Uh, or a, a less than positive vibration. Yeah, it's
0: not, I wouldn't say so much negative, but it, it would be a fear a, low, a lower vibration then, because it would be which, a vibration... Which would
1: make hold it back a bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, because it's not going to be empowered. Because yeah. all prayers are answered to the degree that you can hold the light, the um, your intention. I mean, when you're coming from a place of fear, yes, um, all prayers are heard and answered. But it's not as empowered. You're co-creating in prayer. You're co-creating. So when you come from a place of, of love and detachment you are um, aligning with magnificent vibrational frequencies. So it's always important to me whenever I do my spiritual healing work is to pray from a place of inner peace, divine love, and um, detachment so I can create that perfect alignment to a higher power. And that's how um, faster, uh, let me say then, faster transformational work can happen and and more empowered
1: transformational work. And and I and I'll just and I'll just interject and say that I I've you know I, you know I'm very scientific with yeah. leadership and everything else, but I've seen what you've done with people at work, and and there's been some amazing transformations. And I mean, absolutely mind-blowing. I've tried to I mean, you know me, I've tried to find holes in them. Yes, but I can't. Yes. And and that really is you know, I've always believed that miracles don't exist because miracles are an expression of natural of God's love and action. Yeah. Right? Well that in, is a miracle in that to way. Me. So that is a miracle and that's what we understand it. So prayers have the pattern and the ability to really cause you know, to create miracles. Yes. And yeah. and so nothing in the world is impossible no, through prayer. Nothing. And and what I wanna say is, you know, just before we finish off is that there are many many and, and, and this again is, is not a shameless plug but there's many people I, I've been on many courses many people have been on training and stuff like that and they, they, they spend thousands and thousands of dollars but we're not going to go into courses and stuff like that but you do actually teach people and you're just launching a course now um, all about healing and how they can actually harness that power within them whether they're suffering through grief illness or anything just When we finish off, Jo, just tell us just a little bit about that course that you're launching now and how it would help them with their grief or how it would help them in their life.
0: Well, I'm delighted to finally have put the finishing touches to my Spiritual Healing Level 1 online course. And the reason I decided to put this course online instead of teaching it, um, you know, around and about is because more people can just... Align with this course whenever they have the time to do so. Because we've all got busy lives. Not lights. everybody can
1: go to workshops. Yeah, we've all got busy I've got lights. a workshop tomorrow and there's so many people that are missing out because yeah. they can't make it. So this makes it accessible.
0: Yeah, but also what I found is I'm delighted to have done it in this way. Because I've included so many videos within that course. Yeah. Um, as well as theory work and endless powerful creative prayers to help a person heal so that i find that it's going to be um very beneficial for anybody who wants to find out about working with a higher power working um with prayer working with the healing forces to be able to not only bless their life but the lives of their family and friends so all in all just a, a course that's truly spiritually empowering
1: and that and that course in itself that you're teaching and, and let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it, it is very very inexpensive. It's less than a cup of coffee a day, and and that's not even for a whole year. That's le- that's only for a little while. But we we're not going in because if you want to do it, then you can go and join. I'll tell you her website and stuff. But one of the important things to understand is, especially in grief, is that grief you can go to a medium and you can go to a counsellor, but in the inevitability is—is there's a journey that you have to take upon yourself. So why not learn the healing aspects of prayer and learn how healing frequencies and vibrations work, um, because that truly will help you to transform um, that grief. Just as we close, Joe, what would you like to say to you know people on Signs of Spirit that are grieving to help them? As a last word, what could they do?
0: They could ask um, their loved ones in the spirit world or a higher power and whatever resonates with them, maybe angels or the Christ-like consciousness, they could ask that um, they be filled up with divine love and the rose-pink light is connected to divine love or they can imagine themselves being um, immersed or visualised in the rose-pink like bathed in the rose pink light, because that rose pink light will help to transform their energy vibration. And so they can just ask that the grief be lifted from them and be transformed into divine love. And if they did that, maybe a few nights a week or every day for a while, they'll soon notice that they'll start to feel a lot lighter and a lot more um, just they'll just feel physically but not only that they'll feel physically more energised as well
1: and that's important because someone who's going through grief as well can really feel drained
0: fatigued and, fatigued drained. and tired so, and they this, feel, this, this, they yeah. can really
1: bring that back yeah
0: like to so, mind, like to remind like to in heart and physically energised
1: Joanne well I'm going to call it Joanne but babe <laughs> my, my <laughs> beautiful wife um Thank you for being on Signs of Spirit and obviously we'll bring you back again but please tell everybody how they can get a hold of you and how they can go to your website if they're interested in, in learning from you um, so that they can continue and they can learn more.
0: Thank you. Um. Yeah, absolutely. You can visit me on my website which is com. You can join me on Facebook or Twitter but um, I'll be glad to hear from you.
1: Awesome. Thank you very much for being with us and uh, it's a great honour to have my wife to come and speak here as well God bless everyone welcome back ladies and gentlemen and before we finish off on this episode the signs of spirit uh, one of the things that you know we're just going to finish off with is uh, because I know this is going to come how Jock how can we raise our vibration How can we elevate our vibration that will help us to move forward in prayer, that will help us to understand the spirit world better, and that will help us to even understand our own lives and our own place in in this world. And, you know, it's not as hard as you think it is, because we have the opportunity to raise our vibrations daily. And what I want to say is that things start with... uh, Becoming aware, um, and I, I go f- so deep as to try and teach people to become awareness of being aware, and that's kind of can get a bit confusing. But awareness is the greatest is the greatest thing that you need to learn, uh, and, and awareness. If you want to start with how you can raise your vibration, is awareness of you, awareness of how you're living your life, awareness of your thoughts. Um, of your projections outward. How you think and feel about people has a a vibrational frequency. So if you're thinking negative about people, then you're not living with love, forgiveness, and compassion. You're creating a vibratory void that can actually affect that person in a negative way. I'm sure many of you have heard the old saying that words can cut deeper than the blade. Or words can cut deeper than the knife. I'm not sure which is which and I don't know which writer actually said it. But it's very, very important because the words, the blade is a a physical object that cuts. It's an object of of destruction, if you like, I don't know what you mean, in a certain way. But um, when you think about it, the words in itself have a vibration that's really strong. And so, when you speak to people, if you speak with love, you give love. If you speak in negative ways, in negative tongues, if you are gossipy about people, you're not serving the purpose of living with love, forgiveness, or compassion. And therefore, that vibration is lower, and you're taking away from you, but you're also affecting others. So one of the greatest the greatest things that you can do to raise your vibration, and, and this is in uh, my new book coming out, is, uh, is to live a clean life. And that doesn't mean that you wear a caftan and go about in sandals and chant. That, no, that just means being aware of, of your thoughts, your feelings, being aware of other people's thoughts and feelings, being aware of... W- what you project outwards towards people, towards Mother Nature, towards the earth, towards everything around you, having an awareness of that is one of the first steps to to moving forward to raising your vibration. There's many, many ways that we can talk about. Another way to raise your vibration is in meditation. But let's make it easier, because a lot of people find it difficult to meditate, and we've got another lesson that's going to come up on meditation. Simple ways that you can raise your vibration... Again, you listen to Joanne talking about prayer, think about when you're eating something, when you be mindful about something, when you pray and give gratitude for that particular food that you're eating or that time that you're spending with someone. A, vet, a really great teacher that I, I believe is a teacher of mine and uh, although I've never met him, I just accept uh, the energy, the love that he, that he gives out as Tinatan and a truly remarkable man a very spiritual monk who's not burdened down by dogma or anything he, he the love that, that he teaches is, is phenomenal that vibration in itself is enough to attract you and, and to, to learn from and he would often say this just being aware of he would go to a friend's house I think in his place in Plum Village in, in France and uh, they wouldn't even speak. They would just enjoy each other's company and they would just be in each other's vibration, each other's pattern. And whilst they were enjoying it, there was no need for speech or anything. Just that love was there. So if, if if he can do that, you know, makes you think that there's so much that we can do to increase and validate our life uh, in, in a far better way. If you... Simple things about raising your vibration... Go for a walk in the forest. Go to Mother Nature. You're naturally going to be raising your vibration. There are so many ways, uh, and that's just a simple thing, without getting into the meditative aspect. Listening to beautiful music and visualising something is, is another way, and that's kind of meditative, but it's another way of raising your vibration when you go out in the morning or you go out of your home or you wake in the morning don't just jump up and don't think about things start to have an awareness of your body start to have a gratuitous feeling for your life start to, to notice the colour of the sky notice the, the crying of a baby and how much of a miracle it is notice the, the, the beautiful and wondrous flowers and everything that's around you If you really want to raise your vibration, it starts with being mindful. It starts with awareness. And and without teaching you techniques and meditative aspects, just become aware. Uh, Become aware of your thoughts. Become aware of how you're living your life and what you project. Project goodness. Project love. And that's what you'll give out and you'll get back. It doesn't matter what people think about you. You have a choice. To, to give out love you have a choice to not let anything affect you in that way our vibrations rise and we're able to communicate with our loved ones on the other side easier we're able to attract them a lot easier um, I'm going to finish off there guys I just want you to take a bit of time to think about how vibration affects you in this life and how you can be more aware each day. And do something productive and be passionate about becoming aware of good things. And trying to dispel negativity in your life. Be aware of it. Accept it. But let it move on. Don't let it affect you. Try and project love. Live with, live with love. Forgive with compassion. And you will will raise your vibration, there's no doubt about it. Give thanks for what you're eating. Give a prayerful thought for who brought the food to your table. Think about things that you have in your life and, and the benefits that you have. And then it makes it so much easier for the spirit world to communicate with you and to connect with you. You can go on as many mediumship courses as you like and and try and learn from them and learn all these techniques, but really what it boils down to, ladies and gentlemen, is your vibration. And it boils down to how you live your life and how you can be expansive in that positive vibration, which makes things a lot easier. Uh, I'm delighted uh, tomorrow I'll be teaching uh, a lovely afterlife workshop. And for those guys who do listen, uh, two spirit uh, signs of spirit. Uh, big shout out to you guys. I'll see you uh, tomorrow uh, on the workshop. And uh, for those of you that don't, there will be ample opportunity to learn much, much more as we move forward. One thing I want to say before I finish off is a, another thing is my apologies for this being so late. Uh, as I said when I first started this I wanted to try and bring it out each week but unfortunately as the president of the SSMPI there's so much going on there's so much development happening there's so much that we, we're doing uh, uh, and developing just now that it never made it possible for me to be able to do that this time however you have it now and I'm very grateful and I'm delighted that I could bring my wife in there was no better person that I could have thought for bringing into this lesson today if you've got any questions as usual please email us uh, please tell us your stories we're moving on next week I'm not sure what we're doing next week but I shall check the infographic you can check it on afterlifeconnect.com and you can find uh, professional mediums on there if you are suffering from grief and you do want help then you can go on to that site those people are uh, known by myself and they're very uh, very professional in what they do Um Other than that, have a wonderful weekend and moving forward. And I shall see you on the next episode. God bless. Bye-bye.